Uh, you know, uh, all sorts of things we had from top to bottom and, and back again. Um, <clears throat> we were taken on a journey from the Ramchal as to uh, to, to get the behind the scenes of of space, time, and matter and energy manipulate the malachim and dabble in the dark arts <clears throat> and what's going on when someone is able to pronounce shemas, shemas, names of God, ascend to God, command malachim with God's name, and then we went from there to kleichas atoma to kishuf, to sorcery, to black magic, and that's what we were in the middle of when we ended yesterday. So we're all the way at the end. Simintes, chayla gimel, perik bay simintes. And the Ramchal was explained to us how Kshafim works. What's the whole system of Kishof, of witchcraft, sorcery, black magic? How does that work? And the Ramchal explained, based on a, a principle of Zelu Elakim, everything in this world has to have an equal and opposite counterpart um, in terms of light being matched with dark, in terms of purity being matched with impurity, and holiness matched with contamination. There's got to be a zel elokim. The whole world is about having equal and opposite choices, and that means if, as the Ramchal told us, there are innumerable levels of malachim and kaiches that are taking the Dvar Hashem, the Ratzon Hashem, at the top of creation, and relaying it all the way down here, that energy of Hashem, the kaiyach of Hashem, the power of Hashem through every malach, through every kaiyach, all the way down to us. There has to be, paralleling that at every level of creation, foul koiches, powers and energy that is ra, that's coming from a foul source, that can achieve foul effects and can create darkness instead of light, can create tum instead of tahara, and that can allow a person to, to create chaos down here instead of order. And this system has to exist because otherwise it would be meaningless and it would be uh, uh, insignificant and really meaningless is the best word a person's ability to do the right thing the only, it's only meaningful when you have the ability to do the wrong thing so this whole system has to exist on every level of being able to do the right thing every level of doing mitzvahs and empowering those kaychas there has to be an opportunity to do averis and empower kaychas hara okay that's the basic setup and we saw yesterday now that this system, this infrastructure exists of Kaychas HaToma, and in fact, Chazal called the Merkava de Toma. The same way there's a whole system that comes from Hashem's divine throne, a system of Kedusha. There's a system of Toma that has a source called, you know, they call this the Sitra Achra, the Merkava de Toma, the, 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 the uh, agents in, char- in charge of Toma, in charge of Chayshech, and a person can access, access those kaychas as well by saying names of Tumma, by saying names that are associated and, and, and designated over <clears throat> these powers of filth and contamination, a person can manipulate the kaychas hatum as well on the same levels where they parallel the kaychas of Kedusha, the same levels where they exist and coexist side by side with the Malachim and the agents of God, a person can access those powers, manipulate those powers, and amplify those powers, which, being that those powers are coming from a realm above the laws of nature, you can amplify, access those powers, and bring things down here that are above the realm of the natural, and achieve the supernatural down here, 
through Kaychas HaTumba, which exists on every level also. And this is sorcery, this is black magic, this is witchcraft, and a person, if he knows what he's doing, he can really do things down here, pull off things down here that will break the laws of nature. And the Gemara tells us already that, you know, Bilam knew how to do this. Bilam knew sorcery. He knew how to invoke names of Toma, names of the agents that are behind the, 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 uh, the uh, opposite powers, the dark powers. Yashka, the Gemara says, knew how to do this. Yashka, everything that he achieved, he did, he did pull off supernatural acts, the Gemara tells us, but it was through Kishuf, Kishef, the Chirei Fagidev. He did it through Kishuf. He knew Kishuf. Um, and it's not, it's not a um, myth. They're not something that uh, like only backwards people, backwards and barbaric people believe in when you talk about um, societies out there in the world where they know how to practice voodoo, witchcraft, black magic, dark arts. They know how to, you know, make a voodoo doll and stick the pin in and, and you know, and, and give, their, give their opponents, give their foes, um, you know, uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, give, give their foe... Uh, a, a um, fatal aneurysm. You know, they stick the needle in the right place or they can make a, a, a voodoo doll of their foes, stick a needle in the right place, give them an awful ingrown toenail. It's not a, it's not a crazy thing. It's not something that's outside the belief system of Yiddishkeit. This is, this is called practicing witchcraft, called practicing sorcery, accessing kaychis hatoma. And the Gemara talks about I mean, sorry, the, the Gemara talks about it, the Torah talks about it already. Right? The Torah says not to access these kaychis. Now, Nowadays, the people still know how to do this. It's still out there, maybe, maybe, but like we said yesterday, not on Bustleton Avenue. You know, not, you're not going to find this with the people who advertise this kind of thing. Definitely, the people that have those... Uh, that's right, the shingles will tell you your past, present, and future. Uh, palm readers, the psychics, big industry. Certainly, one can assume the people that are advertising this thing, uh, this sort of thing, are... Uh, adept and well-versed in making money. But uh, are there still people out there that could do this? Perhaps, maybe. They're not telling us who they are and where they live. Um, but but uh, definitely back in the day, back in the day for sure, this was a this is a art, this is a science that was known. And it comes down to knowing what the names are, the names of the Kei And it also, as the Ramchal said, the same way when you address HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when you're using the Kei of Kedusha, when you're using Shemus of Kedusha, Hashem's names, and you're addressing Hashem, or you're taking Hashem's name and addressing Malachim with Hashem's names, we saw that it's not just about knowing the names, it's about knowing the preparations, the right state to be in for those names to work for you. With Kaychas HaTomah, the Ramchal really said it's the same thing. There's terms, conditions that have to be met, things you got to do first before you're able to get the, 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 these uh, the, you know, black magic and witchcraft to work for you, kind of bodily preparation, mental preparation, physical preparation, spiritual preparation, but it's all the opposite kind of preparation because we saw yesterday, anytime a person uses Kishuf, he's as far away from HaKadosh Baruch as he possibly can get. We're going to return to that today. So the preparation as well has to do with contaminating oneself. Tumma. A person has to bring Tumma upon himself if he wants Tumma to work for himself. Okay, so let's let's continue and... and, and uh, can you say that again? So he has to purposely contaminate himself for it to work? Yes. He has to make himself... 
in line with those powers of tumma, of contamination, so he has to physically, spiritually, mentally put himself in a state of contamination. Purposely. Purposely. Yeah, yeah. The powers, of, the powers behind. Okay, um, Benny, do you mind passing me that tissue box, please? Thank you, Steve. All right, let's continue. Vihine says Ramchal further in the middle of Tess over here. Within the extent and the capabilities of the of those the powers of darkness that a person is able to manipulate when he pronounces foul names upon them and he prepares himself in a foul way, he's able to activate sorcery, he's able to pull things off, he can take down his opponents, he can maybe even, you know, get his get his foes, his business foes to go out of business to get all their money. Whatever it may be, right? Whatever it may be. He can pull things off, but only, but he can pull things off. And not only can pull things off, when a person, is a scary thing here, when a person accesses when he practices witchcraft, sorcery, and all that. What he's essentially doing is pushing Hashem's agents out of the way. He's pushing out of the way the Kaychas of Kedush, the Malachim. The the, 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 the the malachim that are that are faithfully trying to carry out the Ratz Hashem, the will of God, dislodge them, displace them, put them, push them out of the way. As we said, it's zelu They coexist level by level, upon level, upon level, upon level. Hashem's will is coming down through the malachim, through the kaychas of kedusha. When someone is stirring up kaychas the foul, foul uh, energy, and and and. Uh, Powers behind sorcery, he's pushing the malachim out of the way, dislodging, displacing them, and and um, thwarting what they can pull off. He's pushing out of the way, displacing the malachim, what what they want to do, what they were attempting to do, according to the Ratz and Hashem. So that means any time a person. By definition, there's no two ways about this. Any time a person uses kaychas atoma, so first of all, not only he's bringing an unimaginable contamination, pollution to himself, to the world, to all the levels of, of creation, he's also necessarily, by definition, pushing the agents of good out of the way, displacing Hashem's agents, displacing the kaychas that are empowered and employed by Kodesh to bring God's will down to the world. It's always going to happen. That there's, no, there's no way one can happen without the other because all these levels of powers coexist. Normally, the powers of Tumah are limited. We want them to remain limited. And when they're limited, so God's divine plan is coming through the Malachim and the Kaychas of Kedusha. When I, through Kaychas HaTumah, through Kishof, through sorcery, through witchcraft, I am activating, amplifying Kaychas HaTumah, that works by, only only works by coming off of the Cheshmer, the Kaychas of Kedusha, pushes that out of the way, and it's, it's, it's overriding them, pushing them out of the way, and instead of Hashem's will coming down, something else coming down. Now hold off on the questions. I think some of the questions may answer themselves up uh, in, in, in the next few minutes. And if they don't, we'll take questions then at, at, at that point. So they're pushing, it's pushing God's will out of the way. Very scary thing, but that's what Kishav is doing. And what does it mean to pushing Hashem's will out of the way? It's pushing 
Hashem's agents out of the way. The Malachim, the Kaychas HaKedusha, are getting pushed out of the way. This is the depth in what Chazal means when, when the Gemara says, Kshafim Shemachishim Famali Shamal. The Gemara says that why do we call Kishof Kishof sorcery? The word for sorcery in Lash Nakaish is Kishof. Kishof is a contraction, an acronym for Machishim Famalio Shamalo. Kishof is Machish Famalio Shamalo. It's weakening, destabilizing the heavenly host. That's what sorcery is. Sorcery is destabilizing, weakening, shvachening up the heavenly host. Famali Shomala, that's the heavenly host. Who's the heavenly host? The Malachim, the Pekidim, the Kaychas, Hashem system of Kedusha. That's the Famali Shomala. And when I employ witchcraft, sorcery, I'm stirring up black magic, dark arts, arts down here. That's Machishim Famali Shomala that necessarily pushes the Malachim out of the way. Pushes them out of the way. That's why Kishuv is always called Machishim Famali Shomala. Now, I want to stop and speak a couple things out over here. Um, well, one more, one more line. Even though when a person, a sorcerer, uses sorcery, a machashif uses kishuf, a machshefa, a witch, or a warlock, uses witchcraft, it's pushing the malachim of Hashem out of the way because amplifying the other, the foul set of, 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 of kaychis, it's still only within the limits that Hashem allows the system to work. Again, even when you break the rules, there's rules. There's only so much you can do with Kishof, and there's things that you can't do with Kishof. There's only so much you can do with Kishof. Kishof can be amplified, but they can't go beyond their limits. There's only so much you can do. Um, <clears throat> so, I may be able to use Kishof to make that person's, you know, that person's income become mine. That person landed the account that I wanted to get. That person got the contract. He got the job. Maybe Kaychas might make it. There's mine. Well, but, but perhaps Kaychas could even make um, could even uh, make me the most successful in this in this particular job and could have put everyone else down. But maybe Kaychas can't make me into the richest person in America, or the richest person in the world. There's limitations. There's limitations what it can do and what it cannot do. Um, there's rules behind the breaking of the rules. Even when you go to the places beyond Teva, there's still rules over there as well. So now, at this point, let's pause for a moment and speak something out. He just said that Kishuf is known as Machishim Famali Shamalo because it is pushing God out of the way. Pushing God and God's agents out of the way. The Malachim, the Kaychas that are above, 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 uh, that are in charge of, of Hashem's will, that ferry and, and convey down Hashem's will. When I give power and I amplify the parallel and opposite antithetical system of Kaychas is pushing Hashem's out of the way. I'm giving power to the Kaychas Hatoma. Therefore, it's called Machishim Famali Shamal. The question is, we saw earlier in this parak that there's a way of using Hashem's own names, Shemus HaKaydash, also to do things that, that weren't in line seemingly with God's plan. You can take a, 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 a name of Hashem and command an angel to do something that the, 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 the malach, the good malach, wouldn't have done otherwise. We saw such a thing, right? We saw that using Hashem's, Shemus HaKodesh, using Hashem's holy names, can, can accomplish one of two things. Either I can raise myself to God, I can uh, ascend and transcend beyond the level of the corporeal and uh, enter the realm of the spiritual, or I can use Hashem's names to command malachim to, to, to do my bidding. We saw that. And that wasn't Kishof. That wasn't called Kishof. 
That was called practical Kabbalah. I can pronounce the name of God on 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 the bottle of Dr. Pepper and have it never run out. I can pronounce the name of God on myself and I can travel instantaneously. Magic carpet type travel. From one end of the world to the other. I can pronounce a name of God on <clears throat> my enemy, we saw, and I can get my enemy to die if God doesn't prevent that from happening. We mentioned this. We talked about that. You can use names of Hashem to command Malachim to do things. So let's take a step back for a moment. If I wouldn't have taken that name of Hashem and commanded that Malach to do my bidding, it wouldn't have done this. It would have done whatever Hashem was telling it to do. I pronounced the name of God and now it's doing what I wanted to do. Yet that's not called Kishof. We don't call that Machishim Famali Shamalo, weakening the heavenly host. We don't call that taking power away from the heavenly host. Why not? But that's also going against what the Ratzon Hashem was. Only when I'm, when I'm taking Koichas Hatoma, Shemus Hatoma, names of the, the dark demonic names that are in charge of 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 Chayshech, that are in charge of <clears throat> the 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 um, powers of Ra, the powers of evil, the powers of darkness. Only when I take those names and I'm redirecting Hashem's malachim, that's called Kishuv. That's called destabilizing Hashem's host. But how come it's not called Kishuv? How come it's not called destabilizing the heavenly host of God when I use Shemus Hakodesh to override God's will? That should also be called Machishem Famali Shemalo. It's a question that we have to ask over here. The Teretz is a very sim simple one and a very straightforward one. Yes, it's true that when I use holy names, the names of God himself, Shemus HaKodesh, to override what God would have told those Malachim to do after level upon level upon level of Hashem's rods and coming down, and this Malach wasn't going to be told to have a never-ending bottle of Dr. Pepper. It was going to be told to have an ending doctor bottle of Dr. Pepper. Now, I took Hashem's name and I got it to make it never-ending. So it's true, if, without my interference... It would have come to an end. Now with my interference, something is happening that wasn't in line with Hashem's Ratzon. That's true. Yet we don't call that Kisha. We don't call that destabilizing the heavenly host because of the methodology. What's the method that I'm using within this Malach to get this Malach to do my bidding? I'm using Hashem himself. Hashem's name. I'm taking the latent power of God that's already in that Malach. Remember the finite? And Arthur picked up on this. It's the infinite within the finite. Every Malach really has Hashem's power within that Malach. Every Malach has di a, 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 within direct, continuous, straightforward power of God within, uh, a, a nuclear power pack, which is limited by the container of the Malach, which is limited by the finite structure of the Malach, but it's Hashem within there. When you use Shemus HaKodesh, Hashem's holy names, even when you're using it to command the Malach to, to rewire the mechanism, what you're doing is... You're amplifying Hashem himself within that Malach, Hashem's power, Hashem's kaych. That's not machishim famali shamalach, fakert. That is showing the Malach that you got to listen to God. And I'm pronouncing a name of God upon you. And this is God's power within you that I know how to uh, direct you to. You have to listen to Hashem. And I'm pronouncing a name of Hashem upon you. So that is, that's not at all machishim famali shamalach. That's not destabilizing the heavenly host. Fakert, that is, 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 um, is taking... The whip of God himself, the scepter of God himself, the crown of God himself, and telling the Malach he has to listen to God. Now, as we saw, not everybody can take this crown, take this scepter. Someone takes the scepter, where's the crown? And he wasn't supposed to, he wasn't worthy of it. He's not going to, you know, it's not going to end well for him. He's not going to come to a good end. Of course, that's true. But at the same time, that's not called Kishu, that's not Machishim Famali Shamal, because he's using God's own scepter. And he's unlocking and unleashing the power of Hashem that's within that Malach already. 
With Kishuf, you're not doing that. With sorcery, with black magic, you are not taking the power of God that's within there. You're taking a foul demonic power. Power of Ra, the power of Tumah, the power of filth, and you are amplifying that, and that's pushing the Famai Shamala out of the way. It's pushing the Kaychas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of the way, pushing the Malachim out of the way, and it is making a presence of a different set of Kaychas. That's why that's called Kishuf. Which brings us back, though, to one final question, which is, but at the end of the day, so we are calling Kishuf Machishim Famai Shamalu because it's amplifying a different parallel set of powers, that's dark powers, filthy powers, unholy powers, but at the end of the day, those powers are also coming from Hashem. Yep. Everything is coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even those powers... So we began talking about this yesterday. Here we come, we come full circle. Everything is really ultimately coming from the Rebbeinu Shalom, even Kaychas HaToma. However, as we mentioned yesterday, Hashem maintains two different types of involvements with these two parallel systems of Kayach. There's Kaychas of Kedusha, Shemus HaKodesh, where Hashem is maintaining a direct involvement, a, 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 an engaged involvement, and an interested involvement. Hashem can be said of to be there within every Malach. Within Kaychas HaToma, even though ultimately it's generated and created by Hashem, Hashem sets it up in a way that He doesn't associate Himself with it. He doesn't put His name on the, the door to the CEO's office. Hashem's name is not there on the plaque. Hashem's name is not there on the company logo. Hashem is not there on the letterhead. It's created in a way that even though, of course, it's created by Hashem, and even though, of course, it's only powered because Hashem wants it to remain powered, but it's transferred over to a different um, agency. And at the very top, it's given over to the agency of Ra. And that's why, as we said earlier, it doesn't go all the way to Hashem. Hashem makes a, 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 a hefzik. Now, what does that mean? That We mentioned this yesterday, and let's take that one more step to really wrap our heads around that. And it's going to bring us back to the concluding few lines of this parak. We're going to see how everything comes together, I think, quite beautifully over here. What, what does that mean? What's a good way of understanding how Hashem created Kaychas Hara, created Kaychas Atoma, but Hashem doesn't associate Himself with them? So this brings us back to an idea we saw all the way in the beginning of the Sefer, which is Hashem has two states that Hashem can be in. Ha'oras Panim and Hester Panim. When Hashem is displaying Himself, Hashem is present, Hashem is engaged and interested, and Hashem is disinterested, Hashem turns away, turns around. Hester Panim. This is Hester Panim. You only see Hashem from behind. Hashem won't look at you. Hashem won't talk at you. Hashem's not interested in you right now. Hashem is still there, but in a way of disinterest. And this is Ha'aras Panim. When Hashem looks at everyone, Hashem smiles. There's Hashem's radiance. And these are the two states that Hashem can always be in in, in regards to every aspect of creation. And sometimes Hashem will have Ha'aras Panim over here. So this area of creation, Hashem smiles and Hashem faces it, and Hashem is interested in it, Hashem is engaged in it, maybe over there Hashem is, is turned around. And this is the terminology that we always use, the terminology that the Ramchal himself used, and it, it very much parallels how relationships work down here. You know, you have someone that you're so happy to see, so excited to see, he walks in your door, you look at him, you give him a beaming smile, you give him a big hug, you want to look at him, you want him to look at you, you want to face him with radiance, you want to pun him, I'll pun him, you want to see him face to face. Someone comes in, you really, you know, not interested in this person. If you can get away with it, you're going to turn around. You're not, you're, I don't want to see this guy. I don't want to see him. I don't want him to see me. I'm not interested in a face-to-face relationship with this person. I, I'm willing for him to see that I'm present, that I exist, but that's about it. I don't want to have any kind of engagement with this person. Those are the two states that Akash Baruch also relates to everything in creation with. Now, 
when it comes to Kaychas of Kedusha, Hashem's holy names, and Hashem's holy system of Malachim and Kaychas and Pekidim and Malachim and Malachim and agents and Kaychas that come from the Kisei covered all the way down here, that's always Ha'oriz Padim. That's Hashem's radiance, Hashem's direct involvement, Hashem's interest. Hashem did create a system of Kaychas Hatoma of contamination, of impurity, of Ra. But the way Hashem powers that, it's set up in such a way that it's powered by Hashem's absence, by Hashem turning around. That's what powers the other system. Hashem's disinterest, Hashem's lack of involvement, Hashem's lack of engagement, that's how Hashem set it up. That that system works and is powered when Hashem turns around from it. That's what keeps that system going. It's like, so it's, it's like generator kicks in when the power goes out. Something like that, yeah, 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 good, very good. Very good. So what powers that system, of course it's Hashem, but it's Hashem turning around. That's the energy of Hashem that powers that system. Only when Hashem is absent, when Hashem turns away from the system, when Hashem turns around from the system, that's what powers the system of Kaychas Atomo. Unbelievable. So it's Hashem's disinterest which powers it. Hashem's disinterest which keeps it going. Of course, it's kept going only from Hashem and by Hashem. But the other way, the other side of the coin that we said yesterday, that Hashem doesn't put His name on the door, Hashem is, Kaychas Hatoma. You know, the system of evil, the system of Ra. On the letterhead, you know, the CEO, that's not God. It's, it's the Sitra Achra. It's the Merkava, the Tumah. God is not on the letterhead. How could that be? The lum, this is so elegant, because it's Hashem's absence that keeps it going. It's the Hester Panim, it's the lack of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that keeps that system going, when Hashem turns around. That's what keeps that other system going. If that's the case, it's Hashem's absence that powers that system it makes total sense then that when a person amplifies that system, that's called machishim famali shomalo, because you're amplifying a system that is that is that is that is that is, that is uh, reinforcing the absence of God, and that's not what a kosher baruch wants. Hashem wants a presence. Hashem wants the famali shomalo. Hashem wants the system of koiches of kedusha of iris of of the koich and the malach and the koich and the malach everything that's there to carry out Hashem's will where Hashem is engaged where Hashem is present where Hashem that's the yor Hashem pono veilecha vichuneko Hashem's haoris pono Hashem's involvement Hashem's interest that's what Hashem wants to perpetuate when, and, and to accentuate and to reinforce and when a person reinforces koiches hatomo even though ultimately 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 of course it's only coming from God and and, and is powered by God but since it's powered due to, by by virtue of God's absence that's how He sets it up. That's Machishan Famali Shamalo. I'm reinforcing the absence of God. Half of a fellow. What an amazing insight. And this is how to unlock this mystery of why this is called weakening, destabilizing God's system, Kaychas Hatomo, even though it's powered by God. And when I mess around with Malachim through God's name, that's not called destabilizing Kaychas Hatomo. Uh, that's not called destabilizing Famali Shamalo. Because over there, I'm using Hashem Himself, Hashem's energy, which is there even though it, it, it's, it wouldn't have happened on its own, but I'm working with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm working with the names of God, and I'm getting the Malach to listen to God, with Kaychas HaTomo, I am, A, working within a system which is, which is, um, which is, which is Ra, which is Tomei, which is um, seen as independent of God, and even though that system ultimately is coming from Hashem's power, there is no power besides God, but since it's power, that's powered by God's absence, I'm reinforcing the absence of God, that's called Machishin Famal Yishamal, everybody got it? And that, with all that said, the last few lines click into place, Mamish Kafter V'Ferech, Kimin Chaymer, let's see, because till now we've been talking about the dark arts, Rabbi Yisai, 
We've been talking about black magic and witchcraft, and it sounds scary. It sounds like if someone really knows what he's doing and can access Toma, make himself Tome, he can take any, anybody down, Rachman al-Islam. He could be quite powerful if he knows sorcery. We haven't learned anything about defense against the dark arts. Let's see that now. That's how the Ramchal finishes us off. Let's see. Ach, Avigam, says the Ramchal. Even when a person can access sorcery and witchcraft and kishuf, and he can tap into the Shemus HaToma and amplify the Koiches Hara, which are powered by the absence of God, which is still God, nevertheless, they can be defeated. They can be thwarted through, through what? Through accessing Hashem Himself. If someone wants to know how to get around a mechashev, how to get around a witch, a warlock, sorcery. He wants to know how to beat it, how to defeat it. All he has to do is get to that level of existence, which is one level above Kishuf, where Kishuf doesn't exist anymore, where Kishuf doesn't go anymore. Exactly. And this Chazal said, Ultimately, there's nothing besides God. Even Kishuf, even sorcery, doesn't exist outside of God. Nothing has an independent existence, even Kishuf. Even Kishof, even sorcery, even witchcraft really doesn't have an independent existence outside of God. And what does that mean, even Kishof? What the Chazal see, even Kishof doesn't exist outside of God. It sounds like that's a Kamash Malan, right? That, that, that's counterintuitive. Even sorcery doesn't exist outside of God, but we understand why that's counterintuitive, because it presents itself as an independent system. It doesn't have God's name on the system. It doesn't uh, uh, associate itself with God. It doesn't, it, 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 it's something that's powered by the absence of God. And therefore presents itself as an independent system, so it could look independent of God, but ultimately, no. The Kamash Malan is that even Kishof is ultimately being powered by God, albeit God's absence, but it's powered by that aspect of God, which is God, God's absence. Um, and therefore, the way to defeat it, how do you defeat sorcery? By saying, by making God be present. If you create a presence of God, there's no room for Kishof, because Kishof is only there due to the absence of God. Half of a fellow. We know that this is Eitz. A person focuses on Eitz Mavado. You can't hurt me because there's nothing. You don't really have any power. There's the famous story of the Briskarov when he was escaping, escaping Europe, escaping Poland from the Nazis, right? So they were coming to a checkpoint where there were the, the Gestapo officers were there. The Briskarov told his sons, everyone focus on Eitz Mavado. There's nothing outside of God, no power outside of God. And they all got through. Reb Chaim really says it. He was telling everyone to do Reb Chaim Volozhner's um, approach. Reb Chaim writes in Nefesh Chaim. person wants to be spared from, from evilness, evil decrees, and, and evil powers. He focuses on Ein Oid Movado, that there is no power over here. Everything is ultimately God. And that saves someone. It's not just a school. It's not just like an auspicious practice. What you're really doing is you're creating a presence of God. And when God is, you're creating Ha'aris Panim. And when there's Haaris Panim, the Kaychas Hatuma don't get powered anymore. They get deactivated. Because they're only powered by Hashem's absence. But if I make Hashem present, I make Hashem here, then there are no Kaychas Hatuma anymore. Because, because they're powered only by virtue of the fact that Hashem is, is, is not here. Says the Ramchal, though, you have to be someone in high standing to pull this off. You really have to be able to focus on this. Someone who has a lot of schusim, a lot of merits. Um, which means that where he goes, Hashem goes. He goes in Hashem's presence. They'll be able to protect him from the people that are trying to harm him, from the sorcerers and the warlocks. They'll be able to protect him. Um, 
That's what the Gemara and Chulin says. Shani Riv Chanina, the Nafesh Schusay, Riv Chanina had a lot of Schusay, had a lot of merits. There was a Mechashef that was trying to harm him. And she was like taking hairs from his head, trying to make voodoo dolls, trying to harm him, say incantations on him. And she saw it wasn't working. She was taking the dust, the dust from his feet, the Gemara says over there. You take dust from someone's feet, you can also harm them from their dust. Yeah, different things you can do. She saw she couldn't get Riv Chanina. She said, Riv Chanina is too powerful. I can't harm him. What does that mean he's too powerful? He's living with God. If you're living with God, you're living in Ein Oid Mavada, you're living in Arispanim, God's presence, and therefore the Kayich which are powered by God's absence, can't touch you, can't reach you, because where you are, they don't exist. They get cut off. So even if, so what do we do if we're not Riv Chanina and we're afraid that there's sorcerers that are putting spells on us, we're afraid that there's people mumbling incantations against us. Again, the Eitz is always focus on Eina and Mavado. Let the whole world melt away. See that there's only God. There's only the Rebbeinu Shalalim. There's nothing but HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Create as much as you can a presence of Hashem. And when there's a presence of Hashem, there's no room for Kaychas Atoma because they're powered only by the absence of God. Amazing. A lot to digest of here, Rabbi Yisrael. A lot to put together. A lot to percolate. And with this, we conclude Perek Beis. Mir Hashem. Next week, we move on to Perek Gimel. Um... And, uh, yeah, Pasha, this coming week, we're going to have a different schedule. Monday morning is going to be, right after Shachar, it's a special legal holiday breakfast and learn program. So, Derech Hashem, this coming week is going to begin on Tuesday. Not Monday. There's going to be a different uh, special class. We're going to have a special shear. Everyone's invited to come to that. It'll be a nice gala breakfast, bagels and lox, Monday morning. Um, <clears throat> and there was a special shear. Um, but Derek Hashem, we will continue with on Tuesday. That's Perry Gimbal. Thank you all for joining. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This is still an 8 o'clock though, right?